0: Here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
2: Welcome in to this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studios this morning. First of two shows today. Be back with Panraise guys tonight around 7 o'clock. But today we'll talk some more coaching carousel. We'll talk some... uh, of viewer's guide for the weekend picks is not quite up, it'll be up by the time you guys hear this, however. Um, on the show, so we'll probably steer away from that a little more than we usually do. Also, Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stokin joining us on uh today's show. Also, Neil talked to him yesterday about uh the game the Rebels' chances to be in Atlanta here soon. We know they've locked up a new year six, just waiting to see if it is Peach, Fiesta, or Sugar at this point. So kind of Set up for uh for today. The Oxford Exxon podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West, here locally in Oxford. All blue sky locations in Mississippi are giving away some free points right now. All you have to do is uh, take your camera, scan the QR code at the pump at any blue sky location in Mississippi, get 1,000 free points. When you get those 1,000 free points, it's going to take you to the uh, the app. It's 10 free bucks. You can use right there on that purchase at that moment, 10 free dollars of fuel with the Oxford Exxon and all blue sky locations in Mississippi. Lunch specials. For 569, two sides of bread, 32 ounce drink, and much, much more. So take advantage of those things. And again, come to you from the Clark Ford studio. We
3: are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662 257 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you are uh, looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark board today, 662-257-1900. Uh, Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stoken will join us a little later on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, great place to grab a burger or a po' boy, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, and more. They're at Rafters on, on the Square in Oxford and also our uh, rafters in New Albany.
2: Several uh, recruiting chicks up this morning. Check uh every single day. We'd love for you to join our community, but some recruiting up. Neil's mailbag from yesterday, picks later today as well. So a good bit of stuff, including Neil choosing who he would like to take a bath with yesterday. I know. In mailbag. So, I mean, you, you can't say we're not varied around this joint. Um, Most people would have skipped that question. I said, you know what, I'll you take took it, it on. on. I'll take it on. You took it on. And on. I
3: broke it down, you know. You that. rolled
2: out a couple off the top.
3: Yeah. And then – proceeded from there to pick a winner I just wanted to go to what would might be the least awkward in that situation that's and, fair and where once the awkwardness settled down kind
2: are really just hanging out at that point we could just yeah I mean yeah something like that so um I'm kind of curious what tonight brings because I feel like I've saw some message boards seen it with some people just that I talk to socially. I mean, everybody's a little edgy today, so I don't know. Like, if they get more edgy by today, tonight on Handraise, guys, that's a chance to be a little weird. It's, okay, it's, so why are people edgy? Is it the Miami thing? Is that what we're, is that what we're doing here? We're getting to like an end of the week thing, and I think there's. I think it's a little bit of excited, antsy. The number of people who goes, "Hey, can I book a hotel room?" and I'm like, "Well, you can, but I don't know where to tell you to book it." I there's like, you know, an, I wouldn't book something that's non refundable. Yeah, there's like a there's a push to get on with it. I feel like everybody's very. Ready to move right now, and they're not being very patient. Mm-hmm. When you would think that, you know, you're sitting here at ten two. I mean, you're guaranteed one of these games. Um, yeah, you gotta you're, chill and wait and see where it is. You're either going but, sugar peach or fiesta. That's what that's, you're doing. Yeah, that those are the options. There's nothing. I've had else people the go is there.
3: Anyway, they fall apart. I went, no, not for no. you. You're you're. Catbirds. I mean, there are things that could happen that would make it fall apart for other people, but not you. You're you're one of those three games.
2: What it's what it says a lot is the tenseness that will happen when this twelve team playoff goes into effect, and Ole Miss is sitting in one of these spots where they're in the playoff, just waiting on yeah. who they play and where and stuff. I mean, there's a weird nervous anxiety going on right now that I think a lot of it is just they want people are ready to make plans and they can't quite make plans and that's creating it. There's a little Miami to it, I think, too. Because Miami has no idea what it's doing, and it's just killing time and killing time and going on and on and on and on.
3: Well, I don't, you know, it's interesting because the Miami thing, I don't know who I believe right now. Number one, they have clear booster battle. They have an administration that's battling boosters. It's not a particularly stable deal right now down there. I don't think money's the issue. I do think they're waiting on an answer from Mario Cristobal. I don't think they know what that answer is. Some of the media down there is. Right, Neil, be nice. I don't know where you're going. So agenda driven. That they can't cover the story. Like, thoroughly. So to the question of, what if Mario Cristobal says no? Ultimately. What if Phil Knight just puts such a package together for Mario Cristobal that to stay at Oregon that he says, you know what, this is insanity up here. The outdoor mask mandates and you, everything has to be paid with this remote chip because someone might touch a card and everyone's dying of the Omicron, which is exactly what's happening up there. And it drives him insane. They're Cuban. Cuban people are traditionally pretty conservative. Everybody goes, don't bring politics into this. Well, politics are a part of this. His wife wants out of Oregon because of politics. Not the politics themselves, but the policies that come from the politics. <clears throat> but if he offers him eleven million or something, right? At some point, you got to go. Hey, we got to ride this out. And then there are people that know Mario Cristobal who say, "Look, Mario's smart enough to know that if he stays at Oregon, right now the the Pac twelve is a two team race, and he's the team that's more established." Because is about to have to start over with Lincoln Riley. He can stay at Oregon, and if in a 12-team playoff format, they're going to make it most every year. And he can ride that thing out and turn it into an Alabama job, a Florida job, a Georgia job, whatever. Sure. A big, blue-blood, Southern job. Sure. Um But Miami's home. And everyone down there, without fail, tells you that it's not a matter of can Miami put the money together. It's a matter of whether the administration will allow that money to be used for athletics. It's not about, hey, man, there's no money, they're broke. That's not true. It's not about, hey, they can't put a bunch of money together for a coach. They can't afford a buyout. Not true. It's just not true when you talk to every person, when everybody down there knows the lay of the land and they all say money won't be the issue, it's about the allocation of the money, then you have to believe them at some point. Mm -hmm. If you talk to 20 people and 20 people say the same thing, the odds are Occam's razor. That's the truth.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Now, what happens if Cristobal says no? What if Cristobal just says, I'm going to stay here. That's not a good enough job. I'm going to wait. That's where the question is. Because Oregon is a better job than Miami. There's no doubt. And Ole Miss is a better job than Miami. So that's the next step. But this is where things get weird and complicated, and I understand where fans get frustrated with us and in general. I don't believe necessarily that Lane Kiffin looks at jobs the way that Mario Cristobal looks at jobs.
2: Yeah, look. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Miami's firing Manny Diaz. I'm not as well sourced on that as Neil is. I have no idea. They don't. Um, they don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what Mario Cristobal is going to do. Here's the. Let me say this real yeah, quick. Sure. Not to
3: interrupt you. Uh huh. Here's what's interesting about the Mario, the Manny Diaz thing. Manny Diaz doesn't know.
2: He's sort of kind of recruiting. He went in with Curry Brown the other day. He's doing
3: some stuff. And he's getting questions. And to his credit, he's answering them fairly honestly with, I don't really know.
2: He told the Miami Herald he can't promise that any coach is going to be anywhere for four years. That was the answer. Sorry, that's what he told the kid who then quoted to the Miami Herald. Right, correct. Um, Look, I'm kind of saying this now because I'm just kind of tired of it. Um, And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you guys pay us to ask questions. I'm I'm not frustrated by that. Um... But I keep getting the question, is Lane number two? Is he after Crystal Ball? Well, every source seems to indicate, and this comes from reports, Ole Miss people, Miami people, college football people, kind of take your pick back to Nils Ockham's Razor thing, is that Lane would be – Somewhere at the top of that next list after Cristobal, I mean, I can't say for sure they don't have some dude over there. I have no, they don't have an AD, right? So there is no. But let's just hypothetically say that it does come down. Among to boosters, he seems to be the prohibitive favorite as the number two candidate. Yes, that is correct. Um, and look, I'm not guaranteeing that Lane Kiffin would take the Miami job. That's not what I'm saying. I have no idea. I haven't exactly talked to Lane about it. He hasn't opened up all of his thoughts to me. Uh, oh, did he not call you? Yeah, damn just saying, no. Our breakfast was canceled this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah. I was well, supposed to go to the Beacon. It was closed, Problem. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyway. um, But here's the deal. When, when we have these conversations, I feel like people get annoyed and frustrated, and I get it on multiple levels. A, they don't want to lose Lane Kiffin, which I understand. He's carried them to 10-2 in year two. Two, when you look at it from a straight black-and-white standpoint, On the line, and you write down positives and negatives and whatever, Ole Miss is the clear and present better job than Miami, and it's not particularly close. Agreed. It's in the SEC. Maybe we can run through them. We don't really have to. It's just just a better job. Yeah, it's just a better job. It pays more money, probably. Most likely, on the average coach, it's going to pay more money than Miami. Fair enough. It's probably going to have more money for analysts, for staff, for things. A, because it's the culture in the SEC versus the ACC, and because – Miami can't decide you know they can't decide if they want to be Ivy League if they want to be Renegade if they can't be whatever they want to be they they they're that they
3: have so. an identity crisis going on there right yeah. now not to interrupt your flow yeah, but sure. the, the the administration wants to be the the Harvard of of South, South, of Florida, South right? Beach yeah yeah and and the, the the boosters want to be the U
2: they want the brand
3: back yeah go ahead i'm sorry
2: no you're fine but should Lane Kiffin take the Miami job? Let's do it that way. Should he? Should, should everything fall in place as we're going and and have this conversation and this become go from a hypothetical to a, a truth? And and Lane Kiffin does in some essence leave or not essence if he leaves for Miami. It's not because he thinks Ole Miss is a worse job than Miami. It's not because Miami is paying a ton of more money. It's because Lane Kiffin wanted to live in South Florida. And it's because Lane Kiffin likes to fish and because Lane Kiffin thought that his lifestyle fit that area. And Lane Kiffin thought that he, because every coach is the most confident human being in the history of the world, thinks that he can raise Miami to a level that it can compete at a national level again. Yeah, And that, he, frankly, he can get the people who want to turn it into the U to do things necessary to make it kind of like the U again. Mm-hmm. However you want to phrase those things. So those are the reasons. It has nothing to do with no. the Ole Miss job or anything else. Ole Miss, they got sardis. They're not on the on the ocean. There's no intercoastal bay. Um, you it's know, really not. There I are no marlin far. over in Pickwick um, no. that I'm aware of. <laughs> That's just the situation here, yeah, and uh, it's, 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 it's it's not an indictment on Ole Miss at all. He could. And go again, to the he might River. tell Miami no, even if he gets there. I don't freaking know. I'm just saying if he says yes, and by God, I've talked to more people about this, and I wish I had spent my last two weeks talking about this. You think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. There's not even an AD at the other job yet, and we're having these conversations. I mean, put that in place right now. But if that's the case, that's why. It has nothing to do with the job. Because like I've had so many people ask me, well, I mean, Ole Miss is going to pay more. Yep. Well, I mean, Ole Miss is a better job. Yep. And uh, that's not the point. So, again, I'm not saying he's leaving at all. I have no freaking idea. There's not even an AD at Miami. I'm having to repeat myself because I know this is going to get taken somewhere. There's no AD at Miami. There's no – Manny Diaz is the head coach at Miami. He recruited – or he went in home with the quarterback that Ole Miss is currently recruiting like two days ago. So, look, he's still doing stuff there with the U and the green and Mm -hmm. and the coral and the whole deal.
3: Um, and and, and lobbying hard behind the scenes. To keep his job. And he is
2: incredibly influential in Miami, duh, with his dad. Um, So, yes. But the point being, should all these things happen, it has nothing to do with Miami's a better job or Lane thinks that Miami's a better job. It has nothing to do with that. Like,
3: Mark, Mark's proving my point here. And fans just don't get this. And I'm not picking on Mark at all. But he says, and if Lane thinks he can get to the NFL, via, this isn't Lane thinking like that. We've talked to a lot of people who do talk to Lane, or have heard from people who talk. He doesn't think like that. This is about if he does it, Chase is exactly right. If it, and again, I don't know that it's there to take, but if it gets to a place where it's there to take, and he takes it, it's yeah. because of life. And again, if he takes it, he
2: could say no. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't think he'd say no. Well, I don't either, but I have no idea. I'm just caveating. I mean, like I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm know not, that Keith Carter doesn't bring another two million against him goes, well, I mean, now I'm being an idiot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I have no clue.
3: No. But so. it's lifestyle. And it's hard to get people to understand that when you're looking at it from a pure football standpoint. Yeah. It's Not a football. Thing. It's just not. And it's. I get that that's maddening to people. But it's not. And the fact is, there's – like you said earlier in the week – when we say there's an offer on the table, that that doesn't mean like literally like or, or right now. I've got a.
2: You can just read over and sign. I've got a storage
3: lease sitting on my table right here. It's not. I don't, I don't guess it's like that. But if Lane Kiffin wanted to sign a deal right now, I think he could.
2: He could get it done very quickly. I think yeah. they could get it done today.
3: Yeah, and they haven't gotten it done, and that tells you that's because something's out there. And when people go, well, nobody's doing it right now. Well, yes, they are. Mel Tucker did. Mark Stoops did. People are signing extensions. People are signing new deals. He hasn't signed his deal because something's stopping him from signing the deal. And the only thing that makes any sense at all is the possibility that Miami's going to open up. Because here we are five days since Miami played Duke in their regular season finale, and they've not committed to Manny Diaz. They haven't fired him, but they haven't committed to him. And there are a lot of people down there who believe that they haven't fired Manny Diaz yet because if you fire Manny Diaz, the next thing is everyone in America starts Asking Mario Cristobal, who what plays do do? a game yeah. tomorrow night. A conference championship. So game. there's probably a press conference today. Does Mario Cristobal want to be bombarded with Miami questions today? When if, as long as Manny Diaz is the coach, Mario Cristobal's answer to that question is, to my knowledge, there's no opening at Miami. I'm focused on Oregon and the Pac-12 championship game. We're focused on trying to find a way to beat Utah. Yeah. Period. But if Manny Diaz has been fired, and that's the big headline, he gets that question, and he can't answer it that way. He can go, all of my focus. Then the exact same answer, all of my focus is on this game tomorrow, on Utah, on finding a way to beat Utah. They handled us in Salt Lake City, and we've got to figure out a way to beat them. We want to win the Pac-12. We want to go to the Rose Bowl. That answer doesn't answer the question. Then people go, oh, my God, he didn't say anything. Because now he's forced to go, look, I'm not interested in the Miami job. I'm not going to be the next coach at Miami. And then if he is, two days later, everybody goes, oh, he lied. We do the Nick Saban Dolphins thing. Yeah. So if you're Mario Cristobal and you want the Miami job, you beg Miami, please wait till Friday night, Saturday morning, please. What's two more days? You take that heat. I don't want that heat. Let me coach my team. Let me get through the game. Let me tell my kids how proud of them I am. Let me get back to Eugene on Friday night, Saturday morning, and then we'll go from there. And that might be what's happening. And that's when you get to the point that we started this a minute ago. If he says no, ultimately, does Miami go, okay, well, F it. Let's just stick with Manny. Or does Miami go, okay, we've gone this this far down the road. Let's go get the next guy. And there is a belief in Miami, whether it's right or wrong, there is a belief in Miami that Lane Kiffin wants the job and would take the job, which is why this pops up day after day. It's after why day it keeps after coming, coming after, up. Yes, because the sourcing
2: down there—who says that—they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's not just—it's not local yokel. I mean, there's a lot of folks down there saying this. That's—that's that's that. I mean, frankly, I didn't copy and paste that part of the Miami Herald article on Jacory Brown a couple days ago or whenever that was written it was it was not relevant to the recruiting chicks but it was talking about that frankly they could wait a couple days cuz Kippen would still be as interested in 5 days as he is right now yeah and that was in the Miami Herald so
3: grind says he loves saltwater that much i think so
2: i think so i think Miami would be a threat at at least 10 SEC schools to at least 10 SEC schools with Kippen as the coach Say that again. Grind said, "Would he would would any SEC job would the U still be a threat?" And I said, "Yeah, probably t- at least 10. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not leaving Alabama, I don't think, for Miami, but within reason, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're waiting on.
3: When people go, "What's the deal?" and "Why does it keep coming up?" We got a stream issue. Oh, do we?
2: Yeah. Let's see. No, we're, I think we. Saved no, we're, it. we're good. We saved it. It was gone though. Oh, okay. I'm hoping it didn't kill us. Okay. So, anyway, again, there's no news. But the news is that this is where this thing stands as of right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's the point. So, All right, we'll talk to the Peach Bowl CEO in a second, Gary Stokin, back into what we actually know as reality, which is almost is going to one of three bowls here uh, here soon. They'll find out that on Sunday. And we could know as early as uh, Saturday night, depending on our Saturday afternoon pending outcomes of uh, Georgia and Alabama. So anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. First step Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com.
3: Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward to chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time dr bubba mcqueen dr jenny beth hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures including invisalign these clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile call corinth dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth and let them show you the way to a straighter healthier smile 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Also brought to you by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or TheRogue.com. Check out their collegiate collection if you're doing some Christmas shopping. Um, They've got all the best uh, items for Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, and more there at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi, they're your trailer specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail, they've got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built as well. 601 932 9798 or alpha of MS.com. Chase mentioned earlier that picks will be up later in the morning, and they will be, and they're brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi, whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact service specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, it's okay. Reach out to service specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi is a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. They also always know about candidates that are available that don't want that information out publicly. So if you're a prospective employer, get in touch with service specialist 662 832 5138 or service specialist LTD.com.
2: Podcast is brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page. Everything going on this week. And every week, you also uh, can take out Holly Jolly Holiday going on right now. Started yesterday all the way through December 12th. That's ice skating at the uh, pavilion right there off uh, University Avenue here in Oxford. Real ice this year. Got carriage rides on the square. Got Santa coming to visits. So got ice carving, character drawings, and much more. So go to the website, visitoxfordms.com. See all the different events going on with Holly Jolly Holiday. Again, going December through De- December 1st through December well, uh, now we'll go to the Raptors Music and Food Hotline and we'll talk to Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stoken. as uh, that is one of the games the Rebels could end up in here in a uh, little less than a month. So here is Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stokin.
3: Gary Stoken, the CEO of the uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Kind of enough to spend some time with us. Gary, how are you?
4: Doing great, Neil. I hope you're well. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm curious when you watch these last weekend of games, these uh, playoff, the championship games and all that stuff where you have the playoff implications and all of that. I know you're not going to tell me who you're cheering for. If you're cheering, are you do you have an outcome in mind that you're watching these games or do you just sort of let it go and kind of do the serenity thing and and let it let it fall how it falls?
4: Well, I guess you you go through the the uh Rubik's cube of trying to figure out every implication of every outcome of every game so uh even though we don't select like we used to now the c f p selection committee does that for us for our bowl game it uh It still is something that you know you want to look and say, okay if this team wins, what happens what's the repercussions et cetera so um I'm not a betting man. And thank God I'm not because uh, I, I don't know how those guys do it. So how
3: does it work now? I know how it used to work. You guys would sort of, you know, get in a room and you'd figure it out. Has the for lack of a better term, has the horse trading been taken out of it now or, or do you still have some when it comes down to it? I mean, do you still have some input if it comes down to one team versus another or or that kind of thing?
4: Well, a couple of answers to that number one, my first year in 2015 of the CFP, I think it was, um, I called Bill Hancock in on Friday and I said, So, Bill, you're going to call me, you know, on Saturday and give us an idea who we have, right? He says, Gary, you will find out when the rest of America finds out. And so we didn't find out until Sunday what two teams we were going to host. So it's like Christmas, you, you wait with uh, anticipation. And you see, uh, you open up your package and see what two teams you have. And it'll be the same this year. We'll find out on Sunday at, uh, I think it's 2.30, uh, what two teams we'll have. I think the Orange and Cotton, which are the semis, are gonna be announced a little bit earlier by ESPN. But yeah, you, 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 um, you just have to wait and see. Um, and even before that, I guess when I started in uh, 1998, you know, we did similar, um, I don't know if you've been through the mock selection, we did similar things that they do in the, uh, in the CFP selection committee. I mean, we'd look at head-to-head, we'd look at scores, we'd look at, you know, strength of schedule. Um, so a lot similar of concept in picking teams. Um, you know, the, the CFP has a lot more analytics now than we did back then. Uh, but we did look at a lot of those same things, head-to-head, head, strength of schedule, who you played, et cetera. Um, you know, how would a team travel was, was something that was interesting. Um, but, you know, I never got into really the, the horse trading like maybe it was 40, 50 years ago. Um, you know, it was more talking to the conference commissioners, um, you know, and, and, and now they have a hierarchy other than the new Year's six games of how the uh, conferences work with the other bowl games.
3: So you you mentioned travel. I'm curious when, just from your perspective there in Atlanta with the, with the peach bowl on a year when you're not one of the semifinal games, you had Ole Miss in your game uh, in September for the, the kickoff classic uh, against Louisville. I think it was on Labor Day night. I know it was um, the fact that Ole Miss has already been in that building in one of your games in this season, is that something that you view as a as a negative, or is it so far ago that it that it's immaterial?
4: Yeah, it's really immaterial. Um, a couple things. Number one, when you're playing in a New Year's six game, it's a reward after a successful season. So now they're uh 10 and 2, they're ranked number eight in the CFP. Um so their fans are excited about coming to see this team play. It may be, I don't know, you'll probably correct me, but this may be with 11 wins, the most wins that an Ole Miss team has ever had in its in its history. That's right. It's, um, the, first, it's the first time
3: in program history that uh, Ole Miss won 10 games in a regular season. They've obviously won yeah. 10 games before, but not in a regular season.
4: So, you know, you got a chance to, to be a part of a record, uh, number one. Number two. Is there's so many alumni that live in Metro Atlanta, and easy drive for Ole Miss fans, um, and and so I think those two things make it you know relevant uh, for uh, Ole Miss to come back here. I, I don't have any trepidation or consternation about seeing Ole Miss uh, light up on Sunday, being in the Chick fil A Peach Bowl, and obviously with you know Matt Corral and the success he's had individually. Um, you know he's had a wonderful season, and collectively as a team, I think uh, fans want to see this team play one more time and set a record for wins at Ole Miss and and send Matt Corral out on a on a great note. Um,
3: do you do you get a sense that uh, from the the playoff people that this is a, ch- a championship game, or just not even from talking to them, just looking at it yourself as someone who's familiar with it? Is there a path for Alabama into the playoff, even if it loses to Georgia on Saturday, or do you think this is, it's it's a, a, a basically a playoff game for the Tide on Saturday there in Atlanta?
4: Yeah, a couple things that you know people say. Well, we don't have a playoff. We have a playoff going on right now. I mean, Michigan Ohio State was a playoff game, you know, last Saturday. Uh, Alabama Georgia is a playoff game this Saturday. Um, so we have a playoff going on right now. Uh, Number one. Number two, I think Alabama, there's been no team in the history of the CFP that has gotten into the uh, the playoff with two losses. Um, So, you know, this would be a first if Alabama were to lose to Georgia. I think it would have to be. And again, I don't make the selection, but I would think the selection committee would have to have some chaos happen. Uh, that would present an opportunity for Alabama, if they lost, uh, to stay up. Um, you know, they probably need, you know, Michigan to lose to Iowa. They probably need Houston to beat Cincinnati. Um, they need Georgia and Alabama to be really, really close game. Uh, and even then, you, you, you know, you have the Notre Dames and the, the other people that aren't playing that are still there. Uh, I mean, Ohio State's got two losses. They've only lost to Michigan, who, if they beat Iowa, uh, would stay at number two. And then you got, uh, they lost to Oregon, who's number 10 right now. So that's two better losses than what te- when Alabama has. So I think it'd be tough for Alabama to stay up if they lose to Georgia.
3: Yeah, I do, too. I, I, we had that conversation on our, on our podcast on, on Wednesday, Tuesday. I just didn't. I don't see it. I don't see how it happens. Wednesday, I guess. I don't see how it happens. I really don't. Uh, speaking of playoff, you're there with one of the premier games. People are talking about a 12-team playoff. It looks like it's going to happen. I think it's inevitable. I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. How, does, um, how did the bowls factor in to a prospective 12-game playoff down the road from, from your vision?
4: Yeah, I think the most important thing from our perspective is that, you know, what's best for college football. And if the commissioners decide and take it to the presidents and they decide to expand from four to 12, uh, which is getting most of the dialogue right now, um, that proposal that has been made uh, does include bowl games, hosting quarterfinals and semifinals. And hopefully we've done a good enough job of giving back to college football and Um, especially over the last uh, eight years of being in the CFP, that they would want to keep Atlanta and Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl uh, as a part of the uh, the 12-team playoff.
3: Do you see those first-round games being on campus, or do you think there's a path where those games are played as part of bowl games? I know it would be a little earlier in the season, And then do you see a path where the teams that lose those games, those first round games would get an opportunity to play in a bowl game if they chose, how do you sort of see that kind of playing out down the road?
4: Yeah, I know the recent dialogue that uh, the commissioners, some commissioners have presented to each other is uh, to have the other bowls uh, be a part of the process, which uh, I'm all in favor of bowl games. I think the player experience is, uh, is, is memorable and, and that's something that uh, I think is important. Um, secondly, I, I know that um, they've, they've talked about moving back maybe uh, two weeks after the championship game to miss the uh, the graduation and the and the uh, yeah, final exams that take place on campus. Um, you know, I haven't been a part of all those dialogues, but you know, you would think that there are some schools that. If they had a game on campus uh, that coincides with uh, graduation uh, some of these markets are very very small and so there's not a lot not enough hotel rooms for people to stay in for uh, let alone the the graduates their their parents and their families that want to come see them graduate let alone hosting a major uh, playoff football game so I think there's some intricacies to all this that people need to analyze as well. Um, but you know, whatever happens obviously is, uh, something that's going to be good for college football and and hopefully we're a part of it. feels like it's less of a topic
3: this year. Thank God. Um, uh, but people will looking ahead, you know, it's obviously your game is December the 30th, I believe that night. Um, that's that's correct, right, Gary? December the thirtieth at night.
4: Yeah, we're December thirtieth at seven o'clock uh, Eastern on ESPN.
3: So people are coming, you know, in that week between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, it's cost money to get in hotels and that kind of thing. What it, what it, what is the the sense there in Atlanta about what COVID protocols will look like at that time?
4: Yeah, we're. Very blessed in Atlanta, you know, speaking this year, but also moving forward with playoffs that, you know, we're not as much a destination as maybe in Miami or Phoenix or some of the other cities. So we have plus we have 13,000 hotel rooms downtown. So a lot of good rates are available uh, around the holidays, Christmas and uh, New Year's. So we're a big factor, a big economic impact factor in the city of Atlanta. Number one. Number two. I think that the, um, the protocols, uh, the mayor has taken off our mask mandate inside. Um, we, um, we obviously are concerned about health uh, being the most important issue that we deal with. So uh, we'll sit with the two teams that'll play in our games and have protocols that uh, match what their needs are uh, to protect their teams and their administration and their fans as well as what Mercedes-Benz protocols are with uh, what what they've been doing with the Falcons and the United Games.
3: I know this is of, of paramount importance to you. You probably think about this daily. Uh, the last time Ole Miss was at the Peach Bowl, um, there were certain people on the Ole Miss beat. I was not one of them. Certain people on the Ole Miss beat who um, really imbibed in the hospitality room. Is that a big concern for you guys moving forward? Those people, some of those people maybe not being granted as much access to that room in the future as perhaps they were in the past?
4: Well, one of the things we're known for in Atlanta is our hospitality. And so we uh, we enjoy uh, we've increased the size of our hospitality rooms um, and we've added meals to our hospitality rooms. So uh, we like people obviously being together and enjoying each other's company, uh, but also getting out on the town a little bit and spending some of their money with the tourism industry that needs it so so badly with what they've been through with COVID and the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, we don't have any worry. We, we, uh, we can take care of uh, whoever wants to come and enjoy the Southern hospitality we provide.
3: Gary, really appreciate the time. Uh, good luck with the game. And I have a, uh, I have a feeling we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be talking to one another here soon.
4: Well, if if uh, we were blessed enough to get Ole Miss, we would enjoy ha- hosting Lane again. He's a good friend. And uh, obviously all the Ole Miss fans, which have been so supportive, not only of Ole Miss, but games that we've had them in uh, in Atlanta. So we would look forward to hosting you and all them as well.
3: All right, Gary. Take care. Uh, happy Thanks holidays.
4: To Same to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. bye bye All right.
3: That was Gary Stokin,
4: mm-hmm.
3: CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Kind enough to join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. I had to throw that in a little bit. Cause wasn't it in
2: Atlanta where you
3: maybe had a little too much in the hospitality? Uh or was it New Orleans? Or well, both?
2: New Orleans was the New Year's Eve that I, I mean, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't have the hospitality the next day because it's 6.30 that night. I think Jeffrey was still having to help me around the Superdome. Yeah. um that was it, i got like the last bus because i barely remember you forgetting your computer cord you had to go back to the hotel I had to and go come back, back. back to the hotel to come back um peach bowl was the, but yeah from a straight hospitality room standpoint the week of was a little blurry from from time to time i'm not i'm not sure any of the press conferences at nine or ten o'clock that morning were 100 percent sober um, <laughs> um it, was, it was it was it was it was it was debatable at that uh at that point um Some good meals, though. Good, good. I mean, not duh, but good food scene in Atlanta. Um, Somebody asked this. um, uh, I don't know what he makes now. Somebody asked about CEO pay and the thing. Gary Stokin, in 2014, was paid over $500,000 to be the CEO of the Peach Bowl. Oh. So, pays to be a a CEO of a a top-rated bowl game. (laughs) It does. It does. Damn. That's more than I would have expected if you were just telling me to guess. It's It's a good gig. Damn good gig, yeah. In fourteen, the Outback Bowl guy made eight fifty seven. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> that's a great gig.
2: Yeah, Sugar uh, eight fourteen. Again, this is in fourteen. This, I mean, you know it's going up. I mean, the money's a little higher now. Well, I don't know. We work for Rivals.com. dot well, com. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> nine ninety nine guys. Yeah. Eight twenty seven. Whatever it is. I mean, I was reading
3: this Washington book. Uh huh. When George Washington <laughs> subscribed to the UVA rival site, it was. Just nine ninety nine. Was it? Yep.
2: Okay. Paul Revere, big Cavalier fan. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's kind of the Independence Bowl guy, like or sorry, I think it's a Woman. She 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 needs a bump, like only one twenty for the Independence Bowl. Oh getting damn. getting job compared damn. to some of these other places. That's unreal. Idaho Potato Bowl, one twenty. Oh yeah?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Music City, three sixty six. That's a good gig. That's a good gig. Anyway. All, all due respect. Appreciate Gary for uh his th- No my point being though, seriously, and you'll agree with this, is um peach and cotton as good from a hospitality standpoint as you could ever get. The best Those ones, two bowls. Peach, cotton, and fiesta are the best ones
3: I've ever had from a hospitality media hospitality standpoint.
2: Sugar's okay. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's good, yeah, but it's, it's good. not peach or cotton. No. No, those two do everything possible to 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 handle hospitality things as, as well as they can. Um, so anyway. But appreciate that. We'll see. I mean I it peach makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know there's some talk about Fiesta. Obviously there's a there's a clear path to the sugar, but things are uh if you made me guess today I would say I would say peach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and, and feel yeah. pretty decent about the it. The whole
3: gun to your head thing. Would you feel one thousand percent success? no
2: but, yeah we have, i mean and, and yeah, i know I mean, what I'd indoors say. somebody in, in chat asking can we get the fiesta bowl ceo on tomorrow they haven't an asked and i and i don't however i don't want to read into that too much because the peach bowl promotes itself better than any bowl in the country big time so just because the peach bowl was offering up their ceo does not necessarily mean anything yeah um i would assume they sent those things out to uh to plenty of other places as well i yeah, I can't say. I, I did not go to the Birmingham Bowl, actually. I didn't even go down that day. I didn't go to that bowl. Oh, did you not go? No. Yeah. I, I let you handle that one. Yeah.
3: Did
2: you have a good time? Uh did you have a big week? Yeah, it was, it was a good week. Big week? Yeah, it was a great week, as a matter of fact. Pitt was so excited to be there.
3: Um, Pitt was not excited to be there. Pitt was pumped up. <laughs> they were <laughs> No, that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Pitt was visibly checked out.
2: <laughs> yeah, the bowl selection show happened in Panthers went Osh. Okay, <laughs> fine. Hey coach, we gotta go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am curious what the Birmingham Bowl guy makes now. I don't know. You know.
3: Is that game it's not, is it Legion Field or at UAB Stadium this year? I think it's at UAB Stadium, is it really? which will well, make it a better I mean. game. Is it really? I'm for
2: they some they reason. They still don't I have a sponsor, so. they're still just the Birmingham Bowl. Uh, to my knowledge. Uh Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Oh, Ticket Smarter. I, okay, that's what I got. It is being played um at Protective Stadium, which is the new UAB yeah. field. That is correct. Well, that will help. Seventy-one thousand five hundred and nine. Oh, that's Legion Field. Sorry, mm. uh, I think so that's not right.
3: No, um, Protective is like forty-two thousand. Is it? Yeah, I think maybe
2: can, maybe a little more than that. Can you name the three other Birmingham Bowl sponsors? Uh, regions would be a guess. That's incorrect. Okay, uh, I would have only gotten one of these. I forgot about. I didn't even have any. Uh, they they didn't have a sponsor at all from fifteen to seventeen. Oh, you're talking about past sponsors. Yeah, past sponsors. they are title sponsors for the bowl. Oh no, I couldn't. You don't remember who it was in twelve? I, I really. You when I tell you BBVA Compass. Oh yeah, Compass. Uh, Papa John's from oh six to ten. I oh. do kind of remember that okay. sort of. And in two thousand eighteen, Jared. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> you could have given a 1,000 guesses. I would have never gotten. Get
3: 1,000 uh, of those commercials on the show.
2: Yeah, December 28th. Is the he sermon. went to Jared. He did, yes. He went to Jared.
3: Yeah. Uh, Georgia says, are you guys going to the bowl game? What we will probably do is go over to the bowl site for the buildup to the game, and then we'll probably get back here in time to do the post-game show. That's the plan.
2: Yeah, that, Plans that, may that, change, that, but that's the plan. At the moment, that makes the most sense. <clears throat> uh, some things I want to get to. We'll uh, come back to that in a second. First, tell you about uh, Northeast Spark, N E S P A R C dot com. Best internet around here in Oxford and Lafayette County. They power the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. You got the 100 Mbps, the Ignite, or the Blaze, the one gig that we use here every single day. 662 238 3159. Phone services available, portal controls, network security a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call the office for details, and again, get the best internet here around Oxford. 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go.
3: They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. We're also brought to you by OPA. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. They've got delicious menu featuring uh, euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. I uh, brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. We tell you guys this all the time, but if you're thinking about traveling, especially these days with all the different restrictions, especially if you're going overseas at all, if you're leaving the country at all, you need to know what's available, what's not, that kind of thing. It's a, uh, Get in touch with John. Tell him kind of what you're thinking about. Give him some parameters and a budget. He's going to give you options. Uh, and you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of a services. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at travel.net. I think Martin Palomo and I are going to be taping a Mind on My Money later this morning. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Get in touch with uh, Martin and the people there. And uh, just know that they uh, provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. Again, mypinwealth.com. I'm going to be taping a soft verbal podcast tomorrow with Woody Womack of Rivals.com. It's brought to you by the College Corner. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area, one in uh, Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to CollegeCornerStore.com, and you can find them on uh, Facebook and instagram and like chase was saying we'll have a hand raised guys tonight that's brought to you by comer heating and air southern air conditioning and heating different names same great products and services if you live in oxford tupelo or the surrounding area call comer 662-801-1777 if you live in hernando memphis or the surrounding area call southern 662-429-4429 it is a different level of customer service i know that sounds cliche but it's true um I've called those guys on days when it was a Sunday. I've called them on a day when it was a high school graduation and our air conditioning went out. Just a different level of customer service, and they'll take care of you the same way at Comer and Southern.
2: Full holiday menu up for Johnson Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com right there off Molly Bar in Oxford on White Oak Lane. All the local cheeses they make in-house. They all contain brown dairy farm milk, and they – uh all are offered to you here locally in Oxford with the uh, holiday season upon us. We've got the holiday artisanal cheese box, the holiday charcuterie boxes. I've mentioned those the last couple days. And then uh, notice today the holiday dessert box is out as well. That's shortbread holiday cookies, cherry cheesecake, hand pies, cannolis, holiday chocolates, and chocolate dipped candied oranges. They've got a kid's holiday box too if you want to get it more geared toward the uh, the young ones in your life. That's 662-419-9201. Or email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Get that taken care of. Makes great gifts, great for holiday parties, and a plenty other occasions. So uh, as we get into December now, again, johnstonhillcreamery.com. So uh, Marcus Freeman, new head coach at Notre Dame. They are uh, getting negotiations finalized on that right now. Just a crazy rise. The guys that was Luke Fickle's defensive coordinator a year ago, um, at Cincinnati, and now he is the head coach of the Irish. Brian Kelly told the truth. He said he mentioned at some point earlier this year that Freeman would be the next coach at Notre Dame, and that is right. As Kelly has gone to LSU now. Yeah, you know, it's been a day, and I, we're we're finally starting to move on. But the media still can't. And when I say that, I mean the national media, the East Coast people. Because mm-hmm. I do hate, I, I do hate that phrase when it goes, "Well, the media." and It's like, well, everybody doesn't have the exact same opinion. There is no such thing as the media. That drives me insane. But anyway. East Coast elite media is more what I'm referencing. And they don't all have to be in the East Coast. They just act like East Coast elite media. So, And I guess I'm picking on Stuart Mandel here. Well,
3: he's part of the fraternity. They they sit around and fillet one another all day long.
2: He he has a seat at the table, I guess, doesn't he? Um, God, what an obnoxious table. (laughs) Speaking of the table you don't want to have dinner at, we talked about coaches yesterday. Literally, if you gave me the choice between sitting at that table or –
3: taking the bubble bath with Ben Mintz, i would choose the bubble bath. <laughs> would you really? Absolutely. <laughs> you think so? There's no question. <laughs> okay. I can't stand like, most of those. Like
2: Wolken, Mandel. Yeah. Those, ba- those. Just, okay. good god. Okay. So there's no food good enough for that. All right, point being this is the hill that went on yesterday, was that the, uh, and I cannot remember his name, help me, R- R- uh, Reese. The office of coordinator is staying at Notre Dame. Tommy Reese. Yeah. Um. He's staying at Notre Dame. Obviously, Freeman is getting the head coaching job. Uh. So most of the staff staying there intact with the fighting Irish. Sir Mandel, 11 hours ago, equates it to this. Quote, there's a famous story, possibly urban myth, that when Nick Saban left MSU, Michigan State, for LSU – he sent a plane to pick up his assistants, and no one got on it. So far, no one from Notre Dame has taken their seat on Brian Kelly's plane. What is exactly the point? The
3: number one that's not an Nick urban Saban myth, it's w- true.
2: Nick Saban won a national title two years later, by the way. Um, maybe three, whatever. Um, It's worked out fairly well for him. He's Saban. been all right. And then two, okay, maybe the dude's – A, everybody's in pretty good position in Notre Dame that's staying, and then maybe Brian Kelly decided, you know what, to recruit in there, I have to do something different than recruiting in there. Maybe there was some decisions that you needed certain types of recruiters and different things. Maybe you're keeping some people off that staff. There's lots of moving parts here other than everyone hates Brian Kelly and blah, 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 blah. Because we're, we're going so far at this and hard. Now, look, and again, I'm not saying Brian Kelly is a good human being. That is not the point at all. As we mentioned yesterday, I mean, psychopaths run rampant. Um.
3: I got more positive feedback from that comment. Did you really? Than any comment I've ever made in the history of the show.
2: A coach told told me yesterday um, that we would actually really like Kirby if we had if we actually were at dinner with him. Oh, okay. He said we were wrong on Kirby that we would really 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 like. Okay. I, um, I'm by that. Yeah. Also, that we had that they, that we would have zero desire to hang out with Elijah Drinkwitz for even one minute. Okay. Yeah, those were the two comments I got from a coach yesterday. Okay. Um. Point being, but nobody pushed back that hard. No. Nobody was like, No, you're wrong. They're even going back to talking about how, like, when two dudes were, and one of them is now the 49ers defensive coordinator, were at Central Michigan with Kelly. He made him come to his house and shovel or park, shovel snow or park cars for a Christmas party like 10 years ago. And that shows why we have a problem. Again, nobody said he was whatever. It's just coaches are all mercenaries to some extent, not all, but a large percentage. They go where the best opportunity is. I mean, n- there's never a moment on most any staff where every coach. God, I really love my head coach, and I would I would go to bat for him if he was on fire. That doesn't happen very often, does it? I mean, like I mean, it might happen with like some nut staffs because he only hired buddies, but like for the most part, that's just not a thing. I don't know. I just I found it really funny because, like I said, I I don't necessarily like the guy, but at the same time, yeah, current Jets head coach. But at the same time, we just can't move on. In in, in an attention span world that we're in, and the way the news cycle moves, we've spent now three straight days on Brian Kelly being a bad human being. We cannot let this one go. What is the obsession with this? What what exactly did Brian Kelly do that is so bad? That it- he left a team that is still in the playoff race. That's all they got. And capitalism run amok in college football, apparently. <laughs> I hadn't talked to Phil. (laughs) Was it not Phil? No. I got asked
3: about, someone asked (laughs) me about Phil yesterday, and I said, man, you're asking the wrong person. He hated me, but he loves
2: Chase. (sighs) My guess is Drinkwitz could tell you about Dungeons & Dragons. I I would guess that yes, he at least could give you a working knowledge of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, and... Mark makes a good point, and I've
3: seen other people say this too. This is not, you're not, LSU is not going for the good guy national championship. They're just going for the national championship. Yeah. Whatever that entails.
2: Fair. Incredibly fair,
3: actually. (laughs) So we wouldn't like Drinkwits, but we would like Kirby.
2: That's what I was told. Okay. Yeah. Told that we would would like Kirby a lot more than we think. I like Kirby's dad a whole lot. Did, oh yeah that's right yeah yeah that's been the that's been the uh the thing uh i meant to mention this people have asked if you would like to uh get some of the gear that we had for sale um mpwdigitalshop.com you can go to that now Got some pullovers, got some, I mean, sorry, some sweatshirts, got some crew neck sweatshirts, some t-shirts, some different things, several different logo options for that. And look, to, and this is a company-wide thing. I didn't do this. But today only, they're running a 15% sale. So if you'd like to do it, you've got it until midnight tonight. You can call it my birthday sale if you'd like, whatever you'd like to call oh. it. You can, uh, you can do that. Holiday 15 at checkout. Holiday 15. They do it in all caps. I don't know if that's required or not. But you get 15% off, but got some stuff there, more coming. But uh, nonetheless, mpwdigitalshop.com for for that. What are you interested in this weekend? I mean, like, how how are you kind of dividing your time? I I put in picks last night. Those will be up for people here soon. But what games actually have your attention on Saturday? Chase, my team is playing for a championship.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm covering basketball at 11 a.m., I anticipate being done in time to watch the SEC championship game, which I'm interested in because I cover the SEC. Oh, yeah, that one's fair. Um, And then I'm going to watch my guys go for a title, try to pull off the big upset, try to shake it all up. I am curious, Houston-Cincinnati, because I think that's potential.
2: It's got a chance to be a close game.
3: got a potential to be flying the ointment, too.
2: It does. That would
3: create some. And Dana Holgerson in a game where he's got nothing to lose is scary. The committee
2: wants Cincinnati to lose.
3: Yes and no. If you're the Fiesta Bowl, you don't. You're like, just you You guys take them? Because
2: we, we don't want to deal with them. Because
3: if Cincinnati loses. loses they're out you, of the playoff, but they're in a, in a game. And Houston, no.
2: They'd probably fall out of it completely. Oh, you think they'd fall out of the yeah. 12.
3: And Houston suddenly would be in the Fiesta Bowl.
2: They would move into the top 12. Yeah, and the Fiesta Bowl does
3: not want that. So they're over there just cheering
2: for the Bearcats. Ew. I don't know. Hang on, you think Cincinnati falls from 4 to 13 and Houston goes from 21 to 12? With a home loss to Houston? Yeah. Yeah, and Houston would automatically get it. That's oh, because the group of five. That's what I was told.
3: Interesting. Okay. You study this thing more than I do. Yeah. I, I, the group I, of five part, though, is not. I pay no attention to it. Like that thing comes out on Tuesday night and all of a sudden Twitter blows Let me, up. Let's do, like, what let's is do a
2: quick one through 10. Okay. On your likelihood to be really into this football game.
3: All right. So, one meaning. I'm not watching this in 10 Correct. meaning I won't miss it. Yes. Okay.
2: Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh,
3: Seven. Six.
2: Okay. It, it's that game where if it's close in the second half, I'm pretty locked in. But it's got to kind of earn my affection a little bit on, the, on that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a one for Kent State, Northern Illinois, yeah. in the MAC title game. If that. That game was in picks, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to put a score in without looking up. I know <laughs> nothing about either of these two football programs. That's, I mean, literally nothing. That's fair. Uh, Utah State, San Diego State, it's a little higher. It's a three and a half.
3: For me, it's a one.
2: San Diego State's a decent football team. Sure. And I like John Hartwell. So I'll okay. give it a three and a half okay. at, at, at that point.
3: I'm not watching it.
2: App State, Louisiana.
3: It's, it's Fiette, a sorry. one. It's a one. Oh, that's a 1. Yeah, I'm not interested. Okay.
2: So really, you're either a like you're kind of a binary guy. It's like a 9 or a 1. Like it, there's very little in the middle for you. I don't know whether to be offended by that or not uh, cuz okay. I'm Fair supposed enough. to be offended if someone Okay. Fair enough. Georgia and Alabama. Uh, it's it's a 9. Yeah. But it's got to earn you a little bit. If Georgia oh, just chokes them out, then I'm, out. I'm done. Yeah.
3: except I might enjoy watching Alabama. Oh, get choked out?
2: Get choked out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you pulling for Georgia? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Why?
3: I've got Bama fatigue. Are
2: you You're just tired of
3: it? Aren't you tired of
2: it? Yeah. I mean, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done.
3: I'm ready for it to end. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'll freely admit it. I think they've got one more big year.
2: Yeah. Houston, Cincy. Um, it's a six, eight, seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. Sure. You can go to a ten if we're in late. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Michigan, Iowa, ten.
3: Hawkeyes, baby.
2: It's kind of the same thing. Iowa's got to earn earn the viewing. Um, it's, a, it's a seven and a half. It's a seven and a half. If they're just beside each other, actually from a sheer entertainment value, I don't know which one I'm more entertained by, Baylor, Oklahoma State, or Iowa, Michigan. Those are kind of in the same vein for me. Um, Pitt, Wake Forest, four, three. Nah. I mean, I get that it's a decent game, but those teams do nothing for me, as far as, oh, yeah, I really want to sit down and watch Pitt today. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's Dave Clawson, ACC Coach of the Year, done a hell of a job. I have very little interest in watching his program. It's a four, if that. I mean, that's the negative to this Peach Bowl thing is like all week going, oh, Miss Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. I know. Versus Notre Dame. I okay, know. Now we're in. I can do this. Yeah. Uh, and then why are SC and Cal playing on Saturday night?
3: Because they had a COVID game. Remember, Cal had that bad breakout where all the players died? Oh. Uh,
2: so this is a game a makeup game the same day as the Conference Championship. Yeah. Game. Okay. And no, I have no interest. No. I will be asleep for this game is <laughs> it halftime. Uh, n- none. Just glad Cal was able it's to a find a ten PM kick. I'm just glad Cal could find more players. Will Cox is apparently okay.
3: He survived.
2: Yeah. Um Drinkwit speaking of, he's tweeting out license plates now. So he's doing he, he was in North Carolina driving a wagoneer this morning. He was just finding his way. No. Shouldn't, and I realize that people who are awkward
3: like that don't realize they're awkward, and that's why they maintain the consistency of awkwardness. But shouldn't he know? I mean, shouldn't he know, really,
2: that he's creeping people out? Oh, drink what's? Yeah. Shouldn't he be able to figure that out, that this is weird? Does it matter to his clientele, though, his constituents? Is he earning credit with them? I don't think so. You don't? No. Okay. I mean, that would be my only question. So, I, no. Yeah, we'd be having a different conversation right now had he become the coach.
3: Oh, the – the 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 guy that doesn't get the credit for the conversation is that is the whole Dave Doran thing. Dave Dorn might have settled in here and done okay for a little while.
2: Yeah. What are we laughing at? Ah, uh, nothing. Dave Dorn. Every time he gets mentioned I'll laugh. Oh, no, I okay. can help it. I'm just I don't know. <laughs> On the message board they've already got it in. They said, Yeah, Neil whispering I don't think he'd say no is sure to go over well on this here website. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, got that on the <laughs> on the thread. I don't. Uh, thanks to everybody yesterday, by the way, with uh, sending us your Spotify rankings. We appreciate you uh, listening to us through that medium, really. Any medium at all, but we mm-hmm. do appreciate that For sure. uh, that yesterday. Typically, we remember to put it over there. Or by us, I mean me. Um, so there's uh, there's that. i uh, got a few other things. When we do that, I'll tell you the podcast brought to you in part by Nickstann & Associates, TanOxford.com them help you on either side of the home buying or selling process here locally in Lafayette County market is still crazy so nobody you can know and trust I've used them multiple times give them a chance as well it's Clay Dewey so Keith Graham and their team of associates helping you out here in the Oxford Lafayette County area 662-281-1200 nickstanoxford.com and tell them we sent you we're
3: also brought to you by Lambens Fine Jewelry Lambens at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, they've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Lammonsfinejewelry.com or 662-234-2777. Drink which played spin the bottle with himself. <laughs> At least that way you win, right? And you lose.
2: Spend the bottle with himself. I mean, if you, yeah. That's a really good... Yeah. Shot at somebody, actually. That's that's, that's good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, with Christmas now just a few weeks
3: away, it's officially time to start planning for holiday gifting, and our friends at Blue Delta have the perfect gift for the season. Blue Delta has introduced their video gift cards, a gift card with a built-in video screen. It's easy. Simply head to bluedeltagenes.com, purchase a gift card, and Blue Delta will help you rec- record a personalized message and upload the video card for you. Supply chain issues could be a problem this Christmas, but these video gift cards are a surefire way to make sure the gifts get delivered. The guys at Blue Delta sent me one. It's a great concept, great presentation, and it's the perfect gift for a single person or a uh, group of employees. That's BlueDeltaJeans.com or shoot the guys a DM on social media when uh, you get that taken care of. Uh, Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in uh, all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. They, uh, this week's property spotlight is Paragon Center in Ridgeland, Mississippi. It's just minutes away from the new Costco Walk-On Sports Bistro I-55 in one of the most affluent um, areas of, uh, of Mississippi. If you want to learn more, get in touch with Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell at 601-586-3220. Also brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems LLC. Established in 2013, it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. It's acsllcms.com or 662-601-4381. Uh, also brought to you by our buddies at Game Changer. If you um, go to gamechangerpatch.com right now, you can enter the promo code RebelGrove20, get 20% off your purchase, get ready for the holiday season, all the parties, all that stuff that's coming up, bowls and all those things. You can make sure that you are uh, stocked with uh, Game Changer Patch. Speaking of getting stocked, you can get your uh, st- stocking stocked or stocked with socks.
2: Struggling over there?
3: It's a lot of words to yeah. say. Go uh go to deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code earlybird at checkout, get 35% off your entire order at deadsoxy.com. The best socks you'll put on your feet. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go enter Muddy Water out. Go to muddywateroutdoors.com into the promo code Rebel Grove. Get 35% off there as well. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more at Muddy Water Outdoors. Uh, it's Cowboys Saints tonight. You got all the championship games. You want to have a little fun with that? You can Oxford. We're we're brought to you by Brothrow. It's a sports betting network, free to use. Go to bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw. Get registered today. You can start betting as early as tonight. Payment happens within twenty four hours of the conclusion of your bet. No juice. It's a fun way uh, to um, fun new way to bet. And then uh, it's coming on Monday to Oxford. Been telling you guys about this for uh, months because. Walk-On Sports Bistro was uh, the host of our pregame and postgame show. That will be for our pregame and postgame, whether it's the Peach Bowl or the Sugar Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl, whatever the case may be, they'll be hosting that as well. It's um, coming on Monday, 1737B, University Avenue in Oxford. I know they're doing some uh, trial run stuff this weekend. I don't know if you've been by there and looked at it, Chase. It looks fantastic. It looks really good. It's going to be great. Please go in and tell them how much you appreciate them sponsoring the pregame show, the postgame show for being a part of MPW Digital and rebelgrove.com and uh, enjoy their great mouthwatering Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, always quality fresh ingredients you can't help
2: but crave. Podcast brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. G&M right there on South Lamar and Oxford, Tyson Drugs. On the square in Holly Springs, they deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync to few prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Also, with RightWay Meds, they'll individually package your medication for anyone who needs that extra stuff that can save lives in the right circumstance. So, again, let your community pharmacy handle all your pharmaceutical needs. That's in Holly Springs or Oxford. Here in Oxford, 662 236 Two two. Bit of an interesting night with SEC basketball last night. Not all in a good way for uh, the league. But oh yeah, yeah. Um, I watched Georgia and Memphis a good bit. Yeah, if you say Memphis coming to town, they play Ole Miss Saturday at eleven o'clock in the morning at the Pavilion. And the uh, the Tigers had gotten up to top ten in the country. They were five and zero, but the last two games have been quite rough. They lose to Georgia eighty two seventy nine last night in Athens, and they um. They have blown two straight games where they were 11.5-point favorites coming into those games. They lose to Georgia last night, and then uh, the game before that, Iowa State in, uh, in Memphis at the FedEx Forum, knocked them out 78-59 mm-hmm. Cyclones over the Tigers.
3: So uh, It's almost like any time they play a team that has a coach, they lose. There is that thought um, with the, uh, the Tigers. Imoni um, Bates is on that team. He is, yes. The Quinones kid is on that team. There are NBA players on that team. They were more talented than the Georgia Bulldogs last night.
2: It's it's not un- even in a, It's in,
3: unreal to watch it. Yeah. And Tom Crane's a good coach, and he coached circles around Penny Hardaway last night.
2: Yeah. Look, the Saints are done. Uh, I, I'm we we're we're, we're we're I would say draft picks, but we have none of those. We're just trying to get done with the season at this point. I mean, Taysom's playing quarterback tonight. Oh, is Maris that right? Out. Oh, dude, it, it's 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 a shit show. It, it, it's it's just, it's, <laughs> it's it, it it is what it is. Um <clears throat> sorry, anyway. Yeah, trying to thought lost there. Uh sorry, I had a point. Arkansas won big last night. Oklahoma last night knocking off Florida. Uh Sooners obviously a good program there mm-hmm. in Norman. They beat Mike White and the Gators who were number 14 in the country, 74-67. Okay. Um in in that one uh, Auburn rolled over UCF, and then South Carolina. They're going to lose a lot of football, a lot of basketball games this year. They're five and two right now. But Coastal Carolina popped them in Conway, really? South Carolina last night. Is Cliff still at Coastal? No idea. Okay, eighty fifty six. Chanticleers is over the Gamecocks last night. Ooh, that's in, not good. Uh, In Conway, and then LSU. Uh, they are eight zero. They uh, they won sixty six to fifty one over the Ohio Bobcats last night. Just the little engine that could. Will Wade, Wade signing just,
3: dudes. Just doing, and, doing what he can, you know. Just out getting some players, making
2: his way in the world today, just
3: doing his best.
2: LSU basketball, my God! <laughs> Talk about a team when they do take the court, and you go, "Can they just lose today?" Yeah. Like I, I just, I mean, the, the grime just like flows off of them when they're on the court. I... So many college basketball coaches walk
3: into that building, look at him, and just boil. And then I think they look at the
2: NCAA and go, Why? How much does Jeffrey have to talk about that game today? Or can he avoid Two it? Two hours. Does he really? Yeah. He can't avoid it? No. Thursday of all this football, he can't avoid that no, game last night. Football doesn't exist in Memphis. Well they've been getting it all day long on every other show. Doesn't yet. matter. Because like John Martin's gonna be like dying a slow death all day today. Doesn't like, matter.
3: I mean if if they want to get away from it they can talk a little bit about John Morant and, and and the Grizzlies but it's that's it. Football season doesn't happen in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Unless they're good. The Tigers. Yes. Okay. You okay. can't you can't okay. you can't do talk radio there. You have to do Memphis Tiger basketball and you got to be a cheerleader. And Jeffrey and them do a great job cuz they don't cheerlead their show does really, really well, but you got to be super prepared if you're going to do it that way.
2: Um, Last thing notable, Major League Baseball went into a lockout overnight. I saw uh, David O'Brien, who covers the Braves, mm-hmm. tweeted out that uh, because they don't have the likenesses, that on the Braves' website, the entire roster... Has no faces or anything. They've taken all the faces off the players on the roster, except for Terrence Gore. And so everybody's really confused. Is he not part of the union? Do we have one player who is like what, a rogue?
3: I, what is the deal
2: there? I don't know. His picture is there. <laughs> Terrence is up on the website, but Terrence you know, is like for the first time ever, I am the face of the Atlanta Braves. He's the only face of the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> that is uh, that is correct. Um, but first work stoppage, obviously more than twenty five years there yeah. since since the ninety four strike uh that cut the 95 season from 162 to 144 um and on a day when people were signing and things were happening javi Baez goes to detroit and, even beyond that yeah is the, baseball took a huge hit however you want to phrase it in 94 95 they got mm. a few people back with a home run chase in the late 90s and the pr that went through mcguire and sosa but mm-hmm. baseball in a lot of ways hasn't been the same since 94 um and still, they can't get out of their own way. I mean, mm-hmm. it gets highly publicized. They have a meeting yesterday. They're meeting in Irving, Texas to try to figure it out. And the owners left the table after seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yep. Went in knowing they were going to make a scene and leave within ten minutes.
3: Yeah. It What it shows you is that there is no real interest in good faith negotiation. No. They want to lock the players out. They want to hurt the players. They want the players to get desperate. How long do the players go before – and on the tail end of COVID and all the stuff – it's, it's, it's a really bad look for a sport that doesn't have the room for it anymore. I mean, you look around, right, at NFL TV ratings. Look at the college football ratings. Bedlam, the highest rated Bedlam in 20 years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Iron Bowl got massive ratings. Michigan, Ohio State got a huge number at 11 a.m. I mean, a massive number. And baseball doesn't register. Regular season college football games are getting bigger numbers than World Series games. World Series. It's a problem, and they, they refuse to address it. They refuse to even think about it. They don't, they will not acknowledge it. it. It is one of the most poorly run sports around, and it it's. you ask kids, and again, I'm not going to harp on this, but you ask kids, hey, when you guys go to school, what do you all talk about? Major League Baseball is not one of the sports. They talk about football, and they talk about basketball. They don't talk about the other. And then baseball doesn't want to acknowledge this, and a lot of people who probably are going to hear this are going to go, you're out of your mind. But soccer numbers are increasing. More people are watching English Premier League. It's, really, yeah. it's a really good product. It is. And the numbers bear it out. The numbers are better. And you leave a, vo- a void like that, and something will fill it. And you're not always guaranteed to get people back. When does it get done,
2: in your opinion? Do we miss games?
3: Oh, I think we miss games. Do you really? I do. I think we miss games. You I, think
2: they destroy the sport over this?
3: Yes. To whatever
2: level that it you is. You know,
3: I read Max Scherzer, who just signed a huge deal with the Mets, say that – you know, and, and Scherzer's a very smart guy. Sure. Um, He's part of the union – but is one of the more realistic voices, I think. And he was concerned. Oh, was it really? Yeah, he was just concerned. because we're just so far apart. And so if you once you dig in, and I think they're about to dig in, nothing will happen in December, so there's no winter meetings. There's none of that. Nothing happens in January. You get into February, and now it's time to report. You've put off all your arbitration hearings. There's so much going in, and at some point the players get pissed off and go, okay, screw it, let's dig in. Let's hurt them. Where's the only – the players can't hurt the owners till April.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: 100%. The owners can hurt the players the whole winter. But the players can't hurt the owners until April. So they're and, hurting them. And some teams make money off spring training.
2: I didn't think about that. But you dig into – Yeah, no winter meetings. Yeah, no pre-agency. No nothing. 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 It's nothing. 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 I mean, that's, that, that's something, too. I mean, when you think about it, it's literally nothing. This isn't some deal where – And I'm just telling
3: you, look look around at the TV landscape. Look at the numbers the NFL gets. Look at the numbers college football gets. And then pay attention as much as people like to make fun of it. And you know me. You've known each, we've known each other a long time. I'm not Mr. Soccer. Yeah, my son plays soccer, and he loves Chelsea and blah, blah, blah. And look at the English Premier League numbers in America. They're going up. No, they're not the NFL and none of that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But they're going up.
2: And if they go up discretionary time if something exactly comes in goes away from something else. That's the word I was looking it's for. It's the same conversation as when we have talk about podcasts beginning in twenty twenty one versus two thousand eleven. Well, a new podcast better be damn good yep. because Yep. What's it replacing? Well, yep. you, you already got routines. You already got built-in things. You got favorite teams. You got stuff. Mm-hmm. But you've got so more. Where's it coming from? So you've got
3: more. And this is this is the thing. If I were baseball, that would really scare the hell out of me. It's not the it's not the the old man my age, right? But it is the kid Carson's age, a fifteen-year-old. Because Carson's grown up playing soccer, and unlike when we were growing up, you couldn't watch the great European teams. Well, now you can. You can watch them live. You can watch them on your phone. You can watch them wherever you go. All you got to do is have a, a Paramount Plus subscription. You have Paramount Plus, man. You 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 can watch every Man U game, every Man City game, Chelsea, whatever the case may be. And, that is, and if you watch that and you know the sport, and these kids like Carson have grown up playing soccer, they do know the sport. They So they understand how good the game is. In the same way when you watch Michigan-Ohio State, you're like, oh, this is good football. You know that, and yeah. so now they can watch it. And and they'll watch that. And that's and it's an easy TV product, Chase. It's what baseball's idiots. They're idiots. They don't understand that that's a soccer. You know if a soccer game starts at 10 o'clock in the morning in America, it's going to be
2: over at noon. Mm-hmm. It's the sport that's pushing them the most, and they're the sport that's by far the most susceptible to that danger from from a standpoint. And, look, don't rule it. I get this is not a huge deal. Hey, Tucker. Hello from London. Hey, Tuck. Um, speaking up, Look. I get it's not just this, but it's how it started. Ted Lasso is a commercial for soccer every single mm-hmm. day, every sure. day. Yeah. And, makes it, and look, it makes Ted mainstream. Lasso means more to the middle-aged guy, but it, kids watch <laughs> it. It's gotten yeah. into that demographic. Oh, of sure, younger, of course. So.
3: It makes it more mainstream.
2: Yeah. That's And that's
3: the thing. It is more mainstream now. Yeah, it is. You want to watch on Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, you want to watch English Premier League, you can. And it's a good product if you know the sport. Because you'll hear old people so, say, Like my age. Well, I don't understand what I'm looking at, so I'm not watching that. Okay, cool. I get it. The 15-year-old who plays, you know how many girls play soccer in America, Chase? How many girls, young women, play soccer in in this country? And they get it. You see MLS starting to get better numbers? Like we watched uh, Nashville and Philadelphia on Sunday. They played the Eastern Conference semifinal or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't bad soccer. Yeah. And they're ESPN's putting that on a Sunday afternoon. No, it's not the NFL, and you're not going to compete with the NFL. But they're not putting it on there because nobody's watching it.
2: Hand guys, to uh, night seven o'clock for that uh, starting time. We'll talk about whatever it is you guys want to talk about because I'm kind of out of ideas. So we'll figure that out before to uh, tonight. Again, a lot of stuff. am Going to be recruiting a couple other things I need to post as well. We'll do that here in the next thirty minutes to an hour. So you will uh, find that probably by the time you get to this part of the, uh, the podcast. So uh, appreciate Gary Stoken for his time today. Appreciate all you guys in the stream. We'll talk to you here in a few hours. Take care. Have a good day.
1: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.